Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 225. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, being an entrepreneur can teach you a lot about yourself, your leadership style, and help you to hone in on your skills. Entrepreneurship also has this tendency to point out the areas where you don't quite shine. And so today I'm going to break down the pros and cons of being introverted and extroverted as an entrepreneur and how to maximize whichever one you are in order to rock your business. I'll also break down how I feel like my journey in entrepreneurship entrepreneurship has changed me and taken me from being an extremely extroverted girl to someone who is definitely more introverted. My mom may or may not have called me a hermit on the show. So there is that. Now, before we dive on into today's show, I want to read the review for today. It is from Amanda Genther and it is titled, Every Episode is on Point. It says, I feel like you're in my brain because every episode is so applicable to my business. Thank you so much for creating a podcast that I actually look forward to listening to. Thank you so much, Amanda. And hey, guys, I know there are a lot of you out there who are like, Jenna, I'll get to leaving your review when I get to it. But if you're in a place where you can just hit pause and leave one right now, I can promise you it makes a difference. It makes a difference for me and my team, and it helps connect us to other listeners just like you and just like Amanda. So hit pause, leave a review, and come on back because this show is going to be good. Let's dive on in. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru, Jenna Kutcher, will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Thanks to Daily Harvest for supporting the Gold Digger. Daily Harvest offers more than 50 ready-to-blend smoothies, savory harvest bowls, soups, and breakfast bowls in a single serving cup. Go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code GOLDDIGGER to get three cups free in your first box. 
This episode of the Gold Digger podcast is brought to you by my favorite all-natural skincare, Primally Pure. I started using Primally Pure skincare and natural deodorant a year ago when my fertility doctor challenged me to clean up the products I used, and I am hooked. Head to jennacutcher.com slash primallypure to check out my five favorite products and save yourself 10%. That's jennacutcher.com slash P-R-I-M-A-L-L-Y-P-U-R-E. Enjoy, Gold Diggers. I'll be honest, growing up, I always thought that being extroverted was the favorite of the two types of people. You think of the extroverts as those people who are loud and noticed and they shine. They love to be seen and heard and acknowledged. And I feel like society or maybe just my world painted this picture of introverted people as being shy and withdrawn and quiet. I thought it would be super fun to dig into these personality types today. Now, when I think about my life journey and even just the joys of running a business and now being a personality, I have changed a lot. I used to consider myself an ENFJ on the Myers-Briggs, but now I am most definitely an I on that scale, meaning introvert. Growing up, I had tons of different groups of friends. My mom would get so mad at me because she couldn't keep up with all of them. I loved to be known and to be seen and to be out and about. And I loved being around people and got energy from other humans. But now I need to be alone in order to recharge. Like I could go an entire week without seeing a single human being and not feel a thing. (laughs) I can't do small talk. I get exhausted at events. My idea of a perfect day is checking myself into a hotel and never leaving the room. I remember telling my sister that and she was like, that is such a lame perfect day. And I was like, oh no, it sounds incredible. I think there are a lot of reasons for this shift, but I first want to talk about how being an entrepreneur can really bring out whichever side you fall on. I mean, I think we're all just a little bit different in where our personalities lie. And I've learned that being introverted can actually be a huge blessing. I know you're probably thinking, but Jenna, you're not really an introvert. Like you're all over the place. You're doing events and appearances and showing up online every day. But let me tell you, I might be one of the biggest introverts you'll ever meet. And I'm turning more introverted every single day. I think I might need an introversion intervention. Let's be honest. So let's first kick this off with signs that you might be an introvert. Maybe you haven't really explored the difference between introverts and extroverts, or you've never really thought about how that can play into your role as an entrepreneur or CEO, or even just as a human being. Now I got this list of signs that you're an introvert from a lovely site called introvertdeer.com. So here is if you are an introvert. I mean, you might be saying yes or amen as I go through this list. One, you enjoy spending plenty of time alone. Two, your inner monologue is hard to shut off. Three, you do your best thinking alone. Number four, you feel like you're faking it when you have to network. Five, you're better at writing your thoughts than speaking them. Six, talking on the phone is not a favorite hobby of yours. Seven, you avoid small talk whenever possible. Eight, you shut down after too much socializing. Nine, you can concentrate for long hours on end. Ten, you have a small circle of friends. Eleven, you're an old soul. And twelve, you alternate between being social and wanting to be alone. 
Oh my gosh, when I read this list, I finally felt like somebody understood me. And it's so funny because for years and years and years, I mean, for the majority of my life, I would have never considered myself an introvert. And yet when I read this list, I was like, this is the Bible of Jenna Kutcher. Like, really? So let me share some famous introverts because these might kind of surprise you. Oprah is introverted. Amy Schumer. Steve Jobs, Rosa Parks, Albert Einstein, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Barack Obama, and J.K. Rowling, just to name a few. I was shocked when I saw the caliber of these people, the the people out there with the personalities, the brands, that a lot of these people are introverts. I mean, it kind of was like inspiring to me. So let's walk through some of the pros of being an introvert. Now, introverts tend to be exceptionally deep thinkers. They internalize their thought process and are able to tune out the noise of the world in order to turn inward into what they are thinking about. Introverts tend to take longer to think through things, but their thoughts are generally more thoughtful because of the way they process the world. Introverts also tend to be more cautious, which can be both a pro and a con as an entrepreneur. Because of their thoughtfulness, introverts often weigh out the different possible incomes, and in being cautious, it could be a natural safeguard as a CEO. A lot of extroverts tend to be more spontaneous, making quick decisions, and so the thoughtfulness and cautiousness of an introvert can be both a blessing and a curse in the fast-paced world of entrepreneurship. Introverts actually happen to be the most creative minority. This was actually kind of surprising to me. And when you think about a lot of artists and creatives, they tend to be more introverted. They love to dream and create and get inspired on their own accord. So introverts actually tend to be more creative than their extroverted counterparts. Now, another pro about introverts is that they tend to be observers and listeners. So instead of leading conversations, they generally listen, pay attention, and glean insight from their observations. As a leader, being able to listen and process feedback can absolutely change the way that you're able to show up and serve others well. And so instead of trusting that they know best, introverts tend to ask meaningful questions and then really pay attention to the responses. Now, being a strong observer as an entrepreneur can be both a really good thing and a not so good thing. You love to watch what others are doing, but if you focus more on observing than actually taking action, you can get paralyzed in your own thought process or in overthinking what your next step is. So remember, like I always say, imperfect action is better than just waiting for perfection or the green light or permission, because guess what? None of those things even can happen. Introverts are also more likely to master challenging subjects because of their design to learn and study. They focus easier and want to master a task instead of moving on to the next thing all the time. And introverts may not have the biggest social networks, but they are the queens and the kings of having an idea and then executing it until completion. I mean, that's a huge win as a CEO, let me tell you. 
Now, lastly, one of the biggest differences between introverts and extroverts is how they view and consider others. So most extroverts tend to be focused on expressing and executing their own ideas, while introverts focus on the thoughts and actions of others. As an entrepreneur, introverts are naturally accustomed to analyzing the ideas of others, offering thoughtful feedback, and organizing what others bring to the table. And for me, I am a highly, highly empathetic person, sometimes to a fault. So as I was writing this outline and really kind of researching and digging into the difference between introverts and extroverts, I started to think about things that I noticed about my introverted self. So I really do pay attention to what my followers want. And my biggest focus is on serving them above everything else like everything else. That's why I show up for this show twice a week. Like I am thoughtful in how I ask questions and I find myself revisiting others' responses to inspire me for creating. So you guys are really the driving force behind what I create and how I show up. And I love paying attention to what kind of conversations you're having, where you're getting stuck, how I can step in and serve you better. So a lot of times I rely on you in order to feel creative instead of relying on myself and my own ideas. Now, when I speak at events or have appearances, I am often super drained afterwards and I don't want to talk to anyone. Usually I'll come home and I'll crash for a full day and not leave the house. And Drew often jokes that he gets like what's left of me after I extend myself to everyone else for a few days. And so whenever I am on a stage or a keynote speaker or showing up at an event, like I force myself to be so present to make sure that everyone feels like they had the opportunity to be seen and heard. And I make sure that all of my energy goes into other people. But at the end of that, I am so drained. Like if a taxi driver wants to try to talk to me after an event, good luck, because I have left it all out on the floor. And my poor husband is usually the one picking up the breadcrumbs when I get home. He'll be like, how was your event? And I'm like, good. And then I like go lay down on the couch. Now, my perfect date night is getting sushi delivered to our house and a night on the couch with Drew and the dogs and the baby. (laughs) I do not need to go out. I do not need to be seen. I hate wearing real pants. And so staying in has become my perfect night. And I would also rather spend time with a few close friends than a sea of acquaintances. Like the older I get, the less friendships I have, but the deeper that they are. I think that a lot of this stems from having a hard time making true friends at this stage of life and not really being able to trust people's intentions fully. So I really focus on my family and a few very close friendships instead of constantly trying to make new friends. And let's be honest, like friendships take a lot of work and time and energy. And so I am all about that lower quantity, higher quality type friendships. Now, I also have to tell you, and this is hilarious coming from a podcast host, but I write so much better than I speak. Like, I'm not terrible at talking, at least I hope I'm not, but I feel like my true thoughts are way more easily communicated through written words. Like if I have to have a hard conversation or an emotional one, I would way rather write about it than speak about it. 
I remember as a kid, if I would like get in a fight with my mom, I would then write her a note instead of just going upstairs to apologize because I felt like I could express myself better through writing. And it's still true to this day. Like when I go to write or type an Instagram caption, it doesn't take me long at all. I can write all day long. But sometimes when I go to speak, I have trouble getting my point across or making sure that I'm saying exactly what I want to communicate. Now, fun fact about me, I absolutely hate and dread small talk. Like, I just can't do it. It was so funny. I was listening to an episode on Oprah's Super Soul Conversations, and she was interviewing Amy Schumer. And I, for the first time in my life, was like, oh my gosh, I can totally relate to these women. Here they are. There are these big celebrities. They have giant followings and super fans. And they were talking about being introverted. And it actually surprised me because neither of them seem like introverts to me. And they were talking about small talk. And Amy was talking about how when she goes to an airport and somebody tries to talk to her about the weather or the flight, she's like, I just can't do it. Like the plane goes up and it goes down and we don't need to talk about it. And Drew gets so, so annoyed with me because I would rather talk about like someone getting a divorce or something really hard than talk about the weather. Like, let's go deep or not talk at all. I'm totally content in being silent with people. And I prefer that over talking just for the sake of talking. Like Drew, on the other hand, he could small talk for days. Like his language is small talking, but it's just not in me anymore. Like I withdraw because I know the conversation isn't going anywhere meaningful and it's totally sucking my energy. We were on a trip in Colorado and we were waiting for our table to get ready at a restaurant. We were walking through a little farmer's market and Drew got a cold brew coffee and he started talking to the woman and they start talking about the weather and then where we're from. And like, I can feel myself just kind of walking away slowly because I'm like, I'm never going to see this woman again. She really doesn't care. She's just trying to sell something. And Drew just had the best time ever. I mean, God bless his soul. Did you know that your deodorant is likely filled with ingredients that can disrupt your hormones? From aluminum compounds to parabens, there are even ingredients that have been banned in Europe that are still in our products here in the U.S. of A. When I started to look at what I was putting both on and in my body during our fertility struggles, I was shocked at the ingredient lists I was reading. That was when I made the switch to all natural skincare and deodorant and fell in love with Primally Pure. Primally Pure changed what I thought of all natural products and made the process of ditching my toxic products for nature-made ones so easy. Nature truly can be smarter than science. To learn more about my five must-have products, spoiler, you could buy them all for under $100, and save yourself 10% off of your purchase, head to jennacutcher.com slash primallypure. Again, save 10% off of your purchase just by heading to jennacutcher.com slash P-R-I M-A-L-L-Y-P-U-R-E. Enjoy, gold diggers. Let's face it, New Year's resolutions, they don't always stick. 80% of them fail by the end of the month. If you want to focus on your health, you have to work for it. Waking up early to go to the gym, grocery shopping for fresh produce, it's not easy and it's not always fun. But now I'm eating fruits and veggies every day without even trying, thanks to Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers carefully sourced, chef-crafted food built on fruits and vegetables. You can choose from over 50 ready-to-blend smoothies 
smoothies, savory harvest bowls, soups, and breakfast bowls. Each single serving cup comes ready to blend or heat. You just add water or milk to a smoothie or heat up a harvest bowl. All of Daily Harvest ingredients are carefully sourced for maximum nourishment and flavor. Like you can actually see all the ingredients when you open up the cup. And the best part is, is that everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to eat it. And it takes just one step and five minutes max to prepare. You can't beat that for a healthy meal. Daily Harvest is the easiest, fastest, most delicious way to load up on fruits and veggies and to make healthy eating habits stick. Seriously, I've done one a day since becoming a mom because it's made healthy eating so easy. Head to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code GOLDDIGGER to get three cups for free in your first box. That's promo code GOLDDIGGER for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. That's daily-harvest.com. Now, I also have this crazy ability to crank things out. Like when people ask me how I create so much content, it is my ability to hyper focus and to not stop until I'm finished. This is how I can say record seven podcast episodes in one sitting. Yep, I'm talking about today. And I know when I need to turn it on and I can do it in order to pursue true rest. So for me, if busting things out, if working hard for a really focused time will get me further, faster, you better believe that I will do it. And when I think about decisions, while I love to think through them, I often don't overthink things like I know some introverted people can do. I am making hundreds of decisions every single day. And so I've learned that making decisions quickly and not second guessing my instincts really serves me better. I think that's maybe more of an extroverted trait that I've taken with me. But it's something that I think about a lot. I don't overthink things. Example, when we moved into our house, we had to pick out some stone for our shower. We walked into this granite store and I told the lady, oh, don't worry, we'll be quick. And she kind of gave me a look like, oh, yeah, I hear that all the time. We were literally in and out within two minutes. I picked out a piece of granite and I said, I want that one. This is the size we need. This is where you can deliver it to. And she said, that was the fastest I've ever seen a woman decide on a stone. I just can't overthink things. Like if I overthought every single decision, I would never make any decisions. I never get anywhere. And so I really don't overthink basically anything. I'm also a total internal processor. So while some people might need to talk through situations, decisions, or ideas, I just need to work through it all in my head before I'm ready to share it. Sure, sometimes I'll kind of jump and hope that the net appears, but most of the time I internalize what's going on until I am able to clearly and easily communicate what my plan is and what it is that I need. And lastly, something about my introverted self, having plans gives me hives. Like, can anyone relate to this? Am I alone? My perfect week is having no meetings, no obligations, and just being able to work from home without anyone else's agenda but my own. I hate making plans because they often feel like they're trapping me instead of giving me something to look forward to. And so I am much better at spontaneous last minute plans because then I can make a decision in that moment if I really want to do something instead of filling up my calendar and then dreading the things I've scheduled. I don't know if I'm just weird or if that's a trait of being an introvert, but either way, it's real. Okay, so let's talk about extroverts. Now, like I said, I used to be an extrovert. I was a girl with all the circles of friends. I was 
always on the go, always out and about with people. I loved being with people and got energy being around others. And my mom, she shared this in a podcast episode she did with me, but she could not keep up with me. Like much to her dismay, I was this little social butterfly and I had a lot of friends. And looking back at this season of life, which was probably the majority of it, I loved knowing people and I loved being known. Like I loved being out and about, whether it was working from a noisy coffee shop or at an event every night of the week, I loved being out. Now, as I was writing this episode, I actually took a lot of time to reflect on the changes that have happened with me. And I'll be honest, I was feeling a little down on myself when I started to really evaluate how much I've shifted from being an extrovert to becoming an introvert. But then it kind of hit me. Drew and I, we were driving to the airport and I was telling him all about this episode. And I told him, maybe as my business grew and I became a better CEO, maybe then I started to become more introverted. Maybe it wasn't all about relationships, but more so about running a multi-million dollar company and the shifts that have happened with me that were necessary in order to continue to grow. Now, I'm not saying that you need to become introverted to be successful. In fact, extroverts are more likely to find career success. But I am thinking that the more I was forced with making big decisions and watching people's skill sets and understanding how I could get my message to the masses and what it would be like to grow this thing, I might have had to tune out the world a little bit more in order to really listen to my gut and my instincts. Like my confidence level from when I was in college to where I am today is insane. Like I truly believe that I could do anything. I really do. And when I look back, I think a lot of times I was extroverted because I was insecure. Like I needed that public admiration. I needed to be seen in order to feel like someone. And I think that on this journey... I gained so much confidence. Like maybe this isn't a bad thing after all, but just this slow evolution that's taken place over the last seven years since starting my business that has allowed me to become a great boss and a CEO and a true influencer in the world. While you might think that extroverts have a natural advantage, a jury is still out on that one. But it is safe to say that extroverts have a lot of awesome traits that can help them in their entrepreneurial journey. So whichever camp you find yourself in, there are absolute pros and cons. So let's dig into my extroverted friends. So Famous extroverts include Bill Clinton, Marie Antoinette, Muhammad Ali, Margaret Thatcher, Nelson Mandela, Queen Elizabeth. And maybe you're wondering, well, how do I know if I'm an extrovert? Here are some signs. You love social gatherings and being seen out and about. You enjoy conversation and talking. You enjoy talking with friends, family, coworkers, or even the bag boy at the grocery store. You don't have to have an in-depth or philosophical conversation to have fun. You just need a good talking partner. You also likely have a large group of friends and are likely to keep in touch and continue friendships. Your friend group is probably unique and varied. You're bored when you're all alone and you crave being around others. You're likely to speak your mind. You're not afraid to share what's really going through your head. And some people might even say that you lack a filter because it seems like whatever pops into your head comes out of your mouth. And lastly, you're probably a natural born leader. 
Extroverts can be apprehensive about being in charge, but that's not often. You probably have this take charge personality, which fits in here as well. Mix this in with your love of talking and readiness to meet new people, and it's hard to see why you wouldn't make a fine boss. Now, extroverts tend to be more comfortable engaging with others and tend to have wider networks, which, let's be honest, as an entrepreneur, this is a huge, huge bonus. Since extroverts are more interested in expanding their social circles, they're more open-minded to creating and developing relationships, and clearly having a bigger circle can be a great thing as an entrepreneur because it gives you more access to potential contacts that could turn into employees, clients, or even mentors. Now, I always laugh when I'm with Drew because he can literally win anyone over in about five minutes max. Like this guy loves small talk. He loves to look people in the eye and he has this ability to make every single person feel like the only person in the room. This guy is the guy that I'm trying to get out of the gym 20 minutes after the workout has ended and he's still chatting about all the things like the weather with other people and his ability to quickly connect with people and find a common ground of interest to talk about. It totally amazes me. It's a total win when it comes to relationships. I mean, this guy can find something in common with literally anyone. Now, communication is another win for extroverts since extroverts tend to be more outgoing and comfortable communicating with others. So this natural tendency is a huge win. They also tend to be more persuasive, which let's be honest, persuasion can play a huge role in selling yourself, your product or your service. Persuasion and the ability to shift mindsets is a linchpin of marketing for any entrepreneur and extroverts tend to have a leg up in their ability to persuade others. Extroverts also tend to be better at coordinating and communicating with a team and they help create a positive team dynamic through the way they tend to lead. When it comes to winning at communication, this can be absolutely huge as an entrepreneur it really can help you lead and effectively manage a team, which is huge. Extroverts love to work with others and they tend to want to talk through a process, whereas introverts take their marching orders and connect only when necessary. Charisma can also be a huge win for extroverts because it helps establish a true personality that helps increase your popularity and visibility. Extroverts tend to garner the attention of larger audiences and thrive on the energy given to them from the eyes that are watching them, giving them more natural influence. They love to be the face, and so they are usually easier spotted and attention grabbers. Extroverts love to lead others and be front and center, and this is never a bad thing when it comes to running a business or a brand. Their ability to communicate, the ease in which they do so, and their increased odds of popularity and visibility, like it's kind of a jackpot in an entrepreneurial land. Extroverts get energy from being around people, and so the level of their creativity is endless and can change based on whose presence they're in. While introverts tend to be more creative, it's more of this inward creativity while extroverts thrive off the energy of others, which can absolutely impact their business, their ideas, and the way that they show up in the world. Their outgoing tendencies can lead them into conversations that help them generate ideas they might not have had on their own. So here are things that I notice about Drew's extroverted self. 
he absolutely gets antsy, like ants in his pants when he's been in the house for too long. He has to get out and be around people and small talk like the dude can small talk with literally anyone. And so he tends to meet more people and to create more relationships. He's great at not just forming, but in keeping relationships because he loves to reach out to others and stay in touch. Like, I'm going to be honest, Drew is a much better friend than I am. He also has this ability to quickly win people over because he finds common ground to talk about. He gets energy from others and being around other people totally pumps him up. And he is a quick communicator and doesn't spend too much time overthinking things. So, I mean, let's be honest, the jury is still out on if there is a better personality type. And a lot of people end up falling in the middle of being an introvert or an extrovert. Like, you've likely heard people call themselves introverted extroverts or the other way around, which is awesome because why label who we really are? What I do think is interesting is as I dug more into all of this, it really made me reflect on myself, my skill set and my gifts and knowing how it all plays together in order to help me shine as a leader and as a CEO. So where do you guys fall? Like, I really want to know, what do you relate with most? And has it always been this way? Because I think that as life changes and as we grow and as our dreams change, we kind of shift. And I think that's beautiful. I know before I recorded this episode, I kind of looked at introverts as being the lesser of the two. But the more research I did, the more that I found that introverts tend to make awesome CEOs. And a lot of the top business people out there tend to be introverted. I don't know if it was just me, but I always thought of introverts as being meek and shy, but really we're thoughtful and we really think through things in a different way than our extroverted counterparts. Regardless of where you fall on this, you possess gifts and personality traits that are going to set you apart and sometimes really reflecting on what it is that you love and what fires you up and what fuels you the most can help you continue to create a life that you not only love, but a life that can help reach others and impact others. So I'm dying to know, like, what personality type are you? Which one do you identify with the most? Hop on over to Instagram at Gold Digger Podcast and let me know. Are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? You know where I stand and also you know where Drew stands. So if you ever want a small talk, hit him up because I'm probably not going to engage. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.